0: lost all of his wealth, and then he lost his health. And, uh, but the Bible said that uh, when Job prayed for his friends, then the Lord delivered him out of all of the problems that he had. And I I feel like that today, that if you're going through a trial you have problems today, start praying for somebody that you don't like, and uh, see if God don't help you out of it. And I, I don't know of anybody that was any more mistreated than Job was because of uh, his friends didn't know the situation, didn't know that God had uh, challenged Satan, that he did have somebody that would live for him. You know, isn't it good to live for God? Yeah. You know, I thank God this morning that he allowed us that privilege of living for him and uh for longer than just a week at a time or uh, a month at a time or uh, or until times get better. Amen. He's God when times are bad and He's God when times are good. And it's so good to be able to praise Him and worship Him. So good to see all of you. I think we ought to have a baby dedication every week out here. Amen. Uh, Brother uh, Justin and, and uh, Sister Tiffany's family uh, out here to help dedicate uh, Weston and, and I can't remember all those second names but anyhow uh, we're, we're certainly glad they're here and it's good to see Paul here this morning Amen. The, the other grandpa and it's so good to see Brother Buck back in church and able to be in church and uh, God is good to us and uh, the Lord takes care of you. Uh, brother Luper called me Friday, I believe it was yeah, Friday, and said, Brother and Sister Dixon was in a car wreck and went down, just down the street from where we were, and some people had pulled off the road, and he thought they were going to turn, and they just turned right in front of him, making a U-turn, and uh, ran into him and, and hurt uh, Sister Dixon. Uh, the accident actually didn't hurt Sister Dixon, but the uh, I think the seat between the seat belt and the airbags. Sometimes the cure is worse than the than the affliction. But uh, from all of that, it, it it bruised her up pretty good. And uh, uh, but they're they're doing fine. So uh, thank the Lord for taking care of them. And you never know when things can happen that you didn't plan on happening. You're not not looking for them to happen. That's the reason it pray it pays to pray, Amen. And ask the Lord to take care of you day by day. Let's give God a big hand clap this morning.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody! It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. So thankful for God's goodness and His mercy, allowing us to be in His house to worship and to praise and to magnify His wonderful name. Amen. Good to see everyone that is here. The Lord bless you for coming to the house of the Lord to worship with us this morning. And uh, we're excited that you're here. All of our guests that are here, we're honored that you come to be with us. And uh, we want you just to join in and worship the Lord together with us this morning. And along with Brother Duplessy, we welcome all the ones coming to uh, dedicate a baby this morning and uh, going to dedicate him to the Lord and uh, this in no wise secure salvation but it's just us simply putting them in the hands of God and coming to the realization and understanding that we cannot do it on our own we need God's help and uh, so that's what we're going to do to Brother Winston this morning at Weston this morning and uh, looking forward to that. And uh, good to see Brother Wayne and Sister Kirsten come back home today. And uh, good to have Brother Buck able to be in church today. Amen. Been missing him being in the house of God. So glad that he's here with us today. And everyone else, all of our guests. And uh, we invite you to come back and to be with us in the house of the Lord. And uh, so good to see Paul in church today. And uh, glad that he is here. So uh, remember... Tonight we have some special activities going on tonight instead of uh, regular church service. This doesn't mean that you don't have to come, and uh, but I encourage you to be here. And our kids are putting on a play tonight, and uh, archaeology. So it's uh, the story of Noah and the ark from uh, animal's point of view, I guess. So we're going to have a great time of uh, fun and fellowship tonight. And then after that, everyone is welcome to come over to the gym. And uh, we're going to be serving uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and french fries and drinks and desserts and all of that. It's all free of charge. Bring your friends and uh, invite a guest to come with you. It's a good time to get your uh, little neighbors to come with you, children. And uh, we're going to have a great time. And then next Sunday, uh, the, all the kids that are present here, uh, tonight we'll be given a uh, gift bag and uh, have some candy and things in it and it'll also have a ticket in it and if you're present at Sunday school next Sunday you stand a chance to win some gifts so uh, we encourage you to be here get that and uh, invite your friends to get one and then bring them to Sunday school sun- next Sunday morning and uh, we are looking forward to all the things that God is going to do for us then, Brother Blakely, Brother and Sister Blakely from Guy, Arkansas, will be here with us next Sunday morning and Sunday night, and uh, looking forward to a great move of the Lord, and uh, Brother uh, Buck and Sister Donna's having their the annual fall, uh, what did we call that? That was a bash, fall bash out at the the Hudson Farm in uh, Spurgra, Texas. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. That'll be next weekend, Saturday at about 3 o'clock, is that correct? 3 o'clock Saturday. So everyone is welcome to come, and if you've never been, you owe it to yourself to go. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, a good time, a fellowship, and of course, us being Pentecostals, we will have food. And uh, so we are looking forward to that. All right, so we'll have the Dutch Oven crew there, so come out and try some of that. And we had such a wonderful time, we've had a wonderful time every year and added a lot of different activities last year and it was such a good time and looking forward to it uh, this coming weekend and along with Brother Duplessy, let's remember uh, Brother and Sister Dixon, they're not able to be here this morning due to uh, soreness and problems from the accident and uh, thank God they're as well as they are and I'm glad that we have a God that we can call on anytime amen and it's good to call on him all the time amen and uh, so uh, we are so thankful for the Lord keeping his hand of protection over them and it is so good to be in the house of God today amen I I don't know what people do without church. I don't know what people do without God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. The house of God is a good place to be. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, if you want to stand for the reading of the word of the Lord, Psalms chapter 23, again this morning. And last Sunday I started on this and only got about five words out of the first verse so we're going to try to pick up from there and uh, try my best to give to you what I feel like the Lord would have for us this morning and uh, Psalms chapter 23 we will be reading the whole chapter there and uh, you say oh no but if you're familiar with Psalms chapter 23 it's not but six verses so you want to stand up long the Lord is my shepherd that's as far as I got last Sunday I shall not want. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I have a feeling when I get to verse number 6, we'll be there about a month. So uh, anyway, Lord bless you. you. May be seated. And uh, last Sunday we were talking about He maketh me our our. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. We talked about some of the things of having the Lord as your shepherd. The benefits of having the Lord as your shepherd. I am, I am living proof that there are benefits. And having the Lord as your shepherd. How many is living proof in this house today? Amen. I'm so thankful that I have the Lord as my shepherd. And uh, the Lord knows how. The Lord knows how to take good care of his sheep. Amen. And uh, this morning I want to pick up in in the ending of that verse. And the scripture says... The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. How can we be in want when we have such a wonderful shepherd? Amen. He, is, he, is, he who is their shepherd has all power in heaven and earth. Therefore, he can protect them. The silver and the gold are his. Amen. That, that, if you are familiar with what's going on now, you understand that silver and gold are very precious metals. They're worth a great price. He owns the cattle on a thousand heels, and therefore he can sustain them. He also, he, he has all that they need. And his heart is full of love to mankind. Therefore he will withhold nothing from them. No good thing that his sheep need will he hold from them. Amen. I am thankful today that I don't have to be in want when I have the Lord as my shepherd. I look, I look at people today and there are... People all over the world that that are looking and they are searching for things that would satisfy the longing in their soul. I I was reading an article just this morning in the office that someone gave to me about meth and how that that it controls your life and how that it will take over what you submit to it. And then when you start submitting, that it has no boundaries on what it will take from you. People look for happiness in all the wrong places. Amen. People have different ideas and different opinions about what happiness is. A lot of people think that that going out and and uh, drinking, and I, I was thinking last week, my, my family and myself, we went out to, uh, to the lake, and we all just played hooky from work and school, and uh, we just went and had a good time. It was a beautiful day, and, and I don't regret it. But, but we had a great time, and I, I was thinking about the blessings of God, and how that God is so, so good to his people. And uh, I, I was, uh, some of me and a couple of the brethren was together this weekend, and I was going over this because it just kind of jumped on my mind. Some things just jump on my mind every once in a while. And uh, so I, I was going over this, I said, you know, we were out there, and uh, I had my family, I had my, my children there, and we were enjoying each other's company and the things that God has blessed us to be able to enjoy. And I said, why would I want to diminish or affect the amount of enjoyment that we were having with alcohol? Amen. A lot of people can't, they can't go fishing without it. They can't go hunting without it. They can't go to the lake without it. They can't go out to eat without it. And, and uh, because they think that this is what it takes to have a good time. Amen. I come to tell you that if you want to have a good time, what you need to do is allow the Lord to be your guide. Amen. Amen. You need to learn how to get happy in God. and I. I look at saints of God and they find themselves starting to be in want and starting to to look in other directions when used to what God had and what God offered always satisfied. The longing and the craving in their souls. And I want to tell you today, God has not changed that Amen. That spirit, that power, that anointing, that joy. The scripture still says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. When you start serving God... God didn't call you to serve Him to walk around with a a sad countenance on your face. Amen. But God has called you out of a world of sin to give you peace, to give you hope, to give you happiness, to give you a smile on your face. That's what kind of shepherd that I am serving today. Amen. Uh, God's people are not to be in want. Uh, I I look at people that go to uh, great extremes to find happiness and and to find what I would call cheap thrills and to find, uh, you know, just something just that is... Temporary, But when I come to God, and God, like Brother uh, Frazier was talking about this morning, when I received the promise of God, it done something in my life, and from that moment on, I have never been the same. Amen. It changed who I was to what I was wanting, what God wanting me to be it changed the direction that I was headed to the direction that God wanted me to head in amen I didn't stay on the same road I changed roads amen and I want to tell you this road that I am on it's a good road amen this life that I am living it's a good life this God that I am serving he is a good God hallelujah hallelujah the shepherd that we are serving today I think about the scripture that says it like this and the writer was looking at man and it was looking at God and God's greatness and God's majesty and the writer said what is man that thou art mindful of him O God what is it about man that you love so much that you've made him a little lower than the angel angels, but there is something about man that a great God had a plan, amen, and Jesus Christ came into this world, and he went to Calvary, why, he went to Calvary for you, where you could experience what it was to have the promise of God, which is the Holy Ghost, amen, I want to tell you today, this word of God, this glory. Hallelujah. What is man? this morning that the great God of glory would take a little time out to look in Sealsby, Texas in the First Pentecostal Church on Highway 92 North and say that is my people. Amen. And he lets his glory come down in the house of God and he lets his spirit come down and touch my heart and touch my soul and I don't want for anything. I'm Not lacking in anything, why? Because I have a good shepherd. (laughs) Hallelujah! 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 Amen. When you start wanting, and you start walking away from God, looking for other things and other excitements away from the house of God. And away from the things of God. And you start sitting back and saying, oh, it's just not like it used to. And I don't feel like I used to. It could be that you're not spending the time with the shepherd that you used to spend time with. Amen. You're not spending enough time giving him glory and giving him honor. We walk into the house of God and take just a few moments of prayer and say, okay, God, I'm here. Do what you can. In a matter of an hour and a half, because I'm a busy person. I'm a busy man. I'm a busy woman. When used to, we could walk into the house of God and say, Oh, I've just come here for the long haul, God. I come here where you could bless my soul. I come here where I could worship your name. I come into your house where I could give you glory. Amen. I want to tell you today, you can get hooked up with the God in this house this morning that will forever change your life. There is a God in this place today that will make a difference in your situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What you are looking for. What you are searching for. What you are longing for. What you are reaching out for. Is right here in this house. What is man that thou art mindful of him, O oh God? What is it about man? That you would feel Him with your spirit. That you would let Him experience the things that you have let Him experience. Amen. God loves you so much. Amen. God loves you so much that if you don't know Him and the power of the Holy Ghost this morning, He loves you so much that He went to Calvary where you could experience His glory, where you could experience His power, where you could experience His mercy in this place today. Amen. Psalms chapter 23. Verse number 2, the Scripture said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Amen. Let's take the first part of that Scripture just for a moment this morning. And He says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. In, in, In biblical times... At the times where they had open range to to uh, graze their sheep, that they would have uh, cottages, our our safe places, houses, uh, little cottages built out of sod and turf, uh, to to let the shepherd come in and weather the storm and and sleep through the night and get some rest, a place of safety. And then around that little cottage that was uh, made out of turf, there would be a, a, a fence, a boundary line, a, a place where the sheep could come in and and they could stay safely in the night around the little cottage where the shepherd was that any direction that he looked anywhere the sheep went inside this safe constructed area that the shepherd had provided. The sheep were safe and there was plenty of grass to grow in that area of safety. Amen. I, I've driven down the road before and the countryside and I see cows that that are standing up against the fence and, and uh, there's green grass there's there's range cubes, there's uh, water and there's hay and everything inside the fence, and the cow has its head run through the bob wire, and the bob wire scratching its neck on the bottom and scratching its neck on the top, and the cow is just running its head through there. Hey Amen. I, I can remember we had a place out in the country, and my my daddy had some cows, and they 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 were two of them were crazy as Betsy bug. And uh, when he bought them at the auction, it took him a week to him them up at the auction where we could load them up in the trailer. That should have gave us a little indication right there. But we took them out there and we put them in the in in the field, and we had we had a hog wire fence with two strands of barbed wire on top of it. Uh, barbed wire, I'm sorry, and uh, but we know it as barbed wire. And uh, so so they had that they, they were. There and uh, and uh, every time we would leave, those cows uh, that were in that green pasture would jump over that fence uh, and get out in the soybean field of the neighbor. And uh, of course, the farmer wouldn't too it too happy about it. He was excited about it, but but not in a happy kind of way. And uh, so we would come around the corner uh, and my daddy would take the shotgun and he would point it at them cows uh, and shoot those cows and them jokers would run and jump right back over the fence uh, and look at you like, what in the world are you doing out here? What What's going on with this? And, and so they got to the place where they could recognize uh, my daddy's truck. And when my daddy had round that corner, on that gravel road those cows would look up out of that bean field and they'd take off and jump back over in that fence and just turn around and look at him like what would you be upset about amen but but people we as people we have the safety of the church amen we have the safety of the shepherd we have the safety of the boundaries that God has put around us were not there to keep the sheep in the boundaries were there to keep the enemy out so many people are in a safe place they're in the house of god but they got their neck run through the fence and they're so uncomfortable and they come to church and they're uncomfortable they go to work and they're uncomfortable amen they go out and do things they shouldn't be doing and they're uncomfortable because their old neck is run through the fence. Amen. Instead of realizing that there is a shepherd, Jesus Christ the Almighty, amen, that has got a safe place, amen, that I don't have to worry about the adversary, amen, when I come to the house of God, all I've got to worry about is lifting my hands, you because you are a good shepherd amen amen instead of worrying about running our neck through the fence and worrying about when the gate's going to open where we can go kick up our heels a little bit we ought to be just lying down and enjoying the good presence of god in God's green pastures. He leadeth me beside steel waters. Amen. Steel and deep waters. One writer says this about this passage of scripture. He says that it was a time when they were taken exile into a strange country. And then The children of God got together when God brought them back to the place of their safe haven. Brought them back to their own country. He said He brought us from the land of our captivity. Beyond the mighty turbulent rivers that we were there at To our own country streams. Amen. Our own little country streams. With our own wells. And with our own fountains. Where we can enjoy the peace. Amen. That God has for His people. I want to tell you the world is full of turmoil. The world is full of confusion. The world is full of anger. The world is full of bitterness. Bitterness. The world is full of strife. Amen. It's a it's a dog-eat world, a person dog, a dog-eat dog world out there that people are fighting to get to the top. People are fighting one another. Whatever I have to do to get what I want to satisfy me. I don't mind crawling over you. I don't mind stepping on you. I don't mind climbing over the top of you. Whatever I I've got to do to get where I want. Amen. But I was glad when God brought me to a place of peace. Amen. A place in my own yard where I could have a deep well that's not a shallow rushing stream. But it's something that is deep. Amen. The religious that I have. The experience that I have in God is not a shallow experience. Amen. But God us to a deep walk with him, something that is real, something that will keep you, something that will lead you, something that will guide you, something that won't run dry when the drought hits, even because there's always water in the well, and there's always meal in the barrel, God's always going to make a way for his people. Hallelujah. He leads me beside the still waters. Amen. He takes me out of the anger. He takes me out of the turmoil that is going on around us in the world. Amen. We can be in the workplace all week long, and everything on our mind, and everything that that that's just rushing us and 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 disturbing us, and God knows just how to take us into the house of God, and just for a little while. We can close out everything around us and everything that's happening around us and all we can think about like we were having here last Sunday night. Amen. All we could think about was just worshiping and glorifying God. Let the troubles, oh yeah, we still have problems. Oh yeah, we still woke up Monday morning and we were still in an old crazy world. But just for a while, Sunday. Amen. Why do you go to church? It's because when I'm in trouble and I've got a mind full of stress and I don't know what direction to go I know if I can get in the house of God and let God take me by that cool that deep well and let me reach down in that well of the Holy Ghost and pull me out an old drink again. Amen. David said he longed For a drink of the well. Amen. That was by the gate in Bethlehem. It was not the water that he was longing for. But it was the experience that he once had with God. And we can get back to the house of God. And God can refresh us in the Holy Ghost again. And change. And give us direction and give us hope. And give us help in his house. Amen. God to help you sleep at night. Woo! That was weak, but he'll still do it. Maybe we need to say it this way: God to help you get up in the daytime. God to help you sleep at night. God help you rest we're living in a world that has to have a drug to go to sleep by and a drug to get up by but I tell you what I am I'm a spiritual drug addict I know that when I'm in trouble I gotta have some drugs I gotta drug myself to church and i got to drug myself up in the presence of God. And when I get in the presence of God... God just takes me down by that deep watery well and he says dip down in there just a little bit deeper amen and hang on with all you got it's going to be a ride but I want to tell you I've got something that's going to take you the distance I've got something that's going to help you amen he knows how to get you in a place of security he knows how to put you in a place of help he knows just what you need and just just when you need it. Hallelujah. 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 Psalms chapter twenty-three and verse number three. The scripture says that He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for His namesake. Let's take the first part of that scripture. He restoreth my soul. He brings back my life from destruction. He converts my soul from sin that it may be, it will not eternally perish. Or after it backslides from Him, my God is able to heal the backslider and restore to His favor. That's what kind of shepherd I have. Amen. The enemy would come in. And let me preach to you just a moment and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with this, this Scripture right here. But the enemy would come in and the enemy likes to remind you of your failures. The enemy likes to remind you of your shortcomings. The enemy likes to remind you of what you are not for God, and where you have messed up in serving God, Amen. But the Scripture said, "He restoreth my soul." First John chapter two and verse number one says, "My little children, these things I write unto you that you sin, that you sin not." That's what God's desire. That's what God's will is for you that you would not sin but then he says and if any man sin we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ the righteous. What does advocate mean? Amen. In the scripture in the Greek, it simply means an intercessor. Amen. We have a counselor. We have one that will go in for us. We have forgiveness. We have atonement. Amen. Jesus, or the, the scripture said in John chapter Two, it says that I don't want you to sin. John was telling them, but he said, Remember this if you come up short, Amen, if you make a mistake, if you fall, amen, by your ignorance or by your inexperience, amen, or by violent temptation or unwatchfulness, ye have fallen into sin and grieved the Spirit of God. Do not continue in sin. And don't continue down that road. There's no use for you to be despondent and in despair. Amen. But we have an advocate with Jesus Christ. Amen. That He will go and He has given, He has shed His blood for the remission of our sins. Amen. Now, I'm not preaching. A message where you sin a little bit every day. That's not the will and the plan of God. But if we are not very careful, we, we fall short in believing in the mercy and the grace of God. There's been times in all of our lives where we've come up short. Amen. But the Scripture said, amen that God knows how to take care of His people. Amen. He said He knows how to risk restore us to the place that we need to be with God I don't know but there might be somebody in this place today that is struggling in your mind and in your spirit and in your soul that the devil has told you there's no hope that the devil has said there's no use that you always fall that you always stumble that you always come up short of what God wants you to be but I'm here to tell somebody today that the devil knows just how to restore your soul Amen God knows just how to restore your soul. God knows just what you need. God has the help in this house today that will bring you back to the place that you need to be with God. There's no reason to leave this house today in despair if you don't know Him and you have never made Jesus Christ, your shepherd. I want to tell you today, young person, middle-aged person, elderly person, whatever bracket that you might category, that you might fall into this morning, I'm here to tell you there's something in this house that you can experience in God today. That's forever changing. Amen. The Holy Ghost is for you today. Amen. The Holy Ghost is in this house today for you. If you're struggling trying to make decisions or trying to know what direction to go or where to find help, let me tell you where you're going to find help. You're going to find help at these old-fashioned altars when you come and bow your knee to an almighty God and say, God, I need you to restore my soul today if you don't know him in the power of the Holy Ghost get to know him today amen repent of your sins be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and be filled with the promise which is the spirit of God help is in the house today <laughs> hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. He can restore you. He can help you. He can direct you. What you've been searching for, what you've been longing for, what you've been looking for, is right here in this house today. Help me just a moment, saints of God. I feel like God's trying to work in someone's life right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There's somebody in this place this morning the devil's been lying to you. The devil's been trying to deceive you. To tell you that God does not love you. That the Holy Ghost is not real. That it's not for you today don't shortchange yourself on what God has to offer you. There is a good shepherd this morning in this place. There is a good shepherd today that's saying, come unto me, you which are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. I've got I've got green pastures, I've got safe places, I've, I've got protected areas, I, I've got something good. For you in your life. It's not in drugs. It's not in alcohol. It's not in perversion lifestyle. It's not not in this world. But what I have got to offer God is that it's from another world. Amen. It's something that's peace. It's something that's harmony. It's something that's joy. It's something that provides a safe place for you. But what you have to do is submit yourself to the will... the grace of God and ask God God I want you to be my shepherd today I want you to lead me today I want you to guide me today I want you to direct my life today I can't do it by myself God and then he will lead you into the path of righteousness. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse number 21 says, And thine ears shall hear a word from behind thee saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left, you're going to hear a voice saying, This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. God knows how to lead you in the path of righteousness. That's the reason why God has led you to this house this morning. Trying to get you off of the direction that you're headed. The road that you're on. And put you on a righteous road. A path to righteousness. 2 John chapter 1 and verse number 6. And this is love that you walk after His commandments. This is the commandment that as ye have heard from the beginning ye shall walk in it. Then you are called by a new calling. And God knows just how to lead you in the paths of righteousness. And then, why does He do this? It's for His namesake. Where you come from to where God leads you is to glorify, to magnify God. It is to display the grace and the glory of God. And not to account merit on any one of us, but God's motives of conduct are toward the children of men. And He has called them out of a world of sin that we might bring glory and praise to a wonderful, mighty God. As every head bowed, every eye closed, just for a moment, This morning. I know we got a lot of other things to do today, but if we could take just a few minutes as a church prays with me right now. If you don't have God as your shepherd today, why don't you stand up from where you're sitting right now and make your way to this front Bow down on your knees before this altar of God. and Say, God, I want you as my shepherd. I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me. I want you to direct me. I don't know about the way that you feel this morning, but I know the way that I feel. And I can't even walk without the shepherd holding my hand and leading me and guiding me and directing me if the devil has been lying to you telling you that God does not love you you need to make a statement before the adversary of your soul and tell the devil today devil I might have messed up I might have come up short of what God wanted me to be but my God my shepherd My leader, my provider. He knows just how to restore my soul as we all stand this morning. He knows just how to restore my soul. And devil, do what you want to. Say what you will. But I'm going after my restorer's hand right now. In Jesus' name. Why don't you... Why don't you break free from that spirit that binds you? Why don't you break free from the adversary that's trying to destroy you? Why don't you reach out to God and say, Here I am, God. I'm coming after you today. (laughs) Here I am, God. I come for your help. I come for your guidance. I come for your direction. Church, let's lift our hands and our voices toward God right now. Let's let's pray right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.